Hey, beautiful boys and girls. Hello. We, are, we have survived Corona so far. So far. I was glad you added this so far. So far, and we're here to bring you another episode to get you through. We risked our lives for you. Life and limb. <laughs> <laughs> for all you men that are lucky enough to work from home, uh, you can listen to us while you do so. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm BD. I'm Forens. And uh, this is Two Girls, One Doc. One Doc. We have an episode for you today. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it sounds so smiley, because this subject matter is really serious and really frustrating. Yeah, really... but there was a lot of, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, there are funny moments. There but the wider, the wider... Topic. Topic is, is very angry. Yeah. Um, Sex for Grades is a BBC Africa Eye documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, what are we drinking? Oh, what? I, you tell I'm, me. I'm just tell you, it? yeah. I just saw little cute bottles that reminded yeah. me of, like, an engagement party. They are really shower. cute, yeah. They are really cute bottles, um... Even if I do say it myself. I basically, quick story, went to Morrison's to get some alcohol. You love Morrison's. I love it. Yes, yeah, it's a sexy Morrison's. The one in um, Colinda. Have you not one... been there? No, it's the one not Colindor. the one near you. No, no, no. It's a sexy Morrison's. Colinda, Colinda. It's, it's on top of that bang, bang. Oh, the one with like bare lift. It's so sexy. I haven't been in it's there. So no. I need to go to that bang, bang. New. Yeah, bang, well, bang. Well, not Well, not currently. Well, yeah. yeah. Everything shut. When we're free, I'll take you. Yeah. So it's an Italian rosé sparkling wine, so apologies for the burps to come. So I was on the Harvey Nichols website looking at Fenty and I stumbled across a wine section. Yeah, and so obviously I clicked on dessert wine Mm -hmm. because that's what I like. And um, there was like some lit bottles of wine and they weren't all that expensive. There was some that were like £40, one that was like 4000 which... Obviously, okay, yeah, yeah. I might have to give it a bit of a miss. But they were like, I would literally have said to myself, I'm going to like go, once this uh, recession ends, I'm going to go through like each one and like get one each time. They're Wait, quite nice. but not the £4,000 one. Because yeah, I can't my, match it. Even on my pockets, we I'm just saying I can't match That one will drink for a month. <laughs> because you can bring that like, £4,000 wine. Tomorrow, I'm still going to bring my £5 wine. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get started. Let's get episode. started. So, sex for grades. It is actually quite a recent documentary. Mm. It came out in 2019. Was uh, it 2019? Yeah, 2019, okay. yeah. Um, better Times. Um, <laughs> BBC Africa Eye documentary. It's on... It probably is on BBC iPlayer. Yeah, it is. I on, watched it on BBC iPlayer. Oh, is it? I watched it on YouTube. Yeah, you can watch it on either, but uh, I watched it on iPlayer because I thought it would have the 10-second rewind. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? No, I was frustrated. Yeah, I played myself. It's a, it, an easy documentary to watch in terms of like the flow, the production yeah. and everything, um, but it was tough in terms of the subject matter. Yeah. It's got like 3.7 million views on YouTube as well. Really? Which makes me really happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick up my people then. Yeah, trust me. I was so proud. Not of the men in this, but of the women in this. So this documentary explores sexual harassment in universities within Nigeria and Ghana. Rap, rap. Mm. Um, And that's not to say it doesn't happen anywhere else. It's just that in this particular documentary, they're focusing on... yeah. But then I do also think it is more prevalent in those unis in terms of how easily... I think it's so... They're more brazen with it. But do you not feel like it's so easily, like, it's almost seen as part of the uni of culture? The culture yeah. yeah. Is that, whereas oh, you here, haven't been harassed? Like, whereas here, if you're sleeping with your lecturer, that is like, it's whoa, taboo. what the fuck, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've even heard any, like, stories No, of that. I haven't. Yeah. So it opens up with a drone shot of Lagos, which I love. Like, mm. I love when they do drone shots of anywhere, but mm. particularly the Lagos. motherland. Yeah. yeah. We hear the narrator and the host of the documentary. We find out her name is Kiki Mordi, mm-hmm. and she's, like, on the radio, um, discussing the problem of sexual harassment with a male lecturer mm. and the male lecturer is saying that the challenge is a lot more than people want to acknowledge or take seriously so like what you were saying before yeah. in terms of like it's literally part of the fabric of uni, uni there. Yeah, like people don't really think it's a big deal it's like saying oh yeah um, for freshers you go out drinking this yeah. week it's like yeah that's what we do it's yeah. just, that's just what we do yeah we just sleep with lecturers yeah just we just sleep, exactly yeah. which is madness yeah. um, Kiki tells us that when she was at uni she was sexually harassed by a lecturer um, and she tells us that it's been happening in West Africa for a long time, which I'm not surprised by. Like, I remember my mum telling me about being at uni and lecturers chatting to her yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. her friends and saying, oh, yeah, people used to do this and that. And, I mean, you watch all the, like, Nollywood movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but, like, You know yeah. what I'm thinking of? Nolly babes. Which one? No, no. Oh, I, you, you think mean, you can no, graduate from no, this school without kissing my, my cock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And her face was like... Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Does she God. kiss the cock? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. If you know, let us know. So we hear a caller on the line who is um, explaining how sexual harassers work. You know, the thing about sexual harassers, mm. they groom you. They take time to pick your victim. Mm. You know, and then wait for access 
an opportunity to strike. And this is so accurate. It literally, it's spot on to a T. There's so many descriptions they give here. Yeah. That are so accurate. And I'm so proud. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into her. Oh, I, I said. I was literally like, yes, sis. Yeah, and it was see. good because she's older, Jen, as well. Exactly. Because exactly. you know, like these older Jen, sometimes we're like, ah. Well, yes, yeah, but the women wear is a man, and the girls will be wearing shirts and skirts. Yeah, so what do you expect? I think those people are the weakest link. Oh, like, the men, men are trash, doubt. yeah, cool. yeah. But like as a woman, like as a trash sympathizer, you two are trash. Yeah, by you association. Yeah, literally, you enable. You're even worse. So Kiki says that academic institutions are meant to educate and protect our girls, but they've become a hunting ground for sexual gratification of men entrusted to teach. Can you imagine? It's just bare words that mean. Everyone is trash. <laughs> Long story short, Literally, men are trash. <laughs> and then the end of episode. <laughs> so they begin their investigation. Like it's a proper investigation. Like Kiki is not taking this lightly. Like Kiki is putting in work. She's they on are, crud. She's yeah. on crud. Everything about the way this investigation was handled was chef's yes, kiss literally top notch top notch i, I could have done it better exactly. i was proud literally like, i was like yes sis go sis go that's my friend. sis that's my best friend exactly so they begin their investigation at the university of lagos aka unilag mm-hmm. i feel like my mum went to unilag i don't know i should ask her before we could yeah a lot of people's parents went to i think she did yeah. yeah um it's a prestigious uni in nigeria and like loads of powerful and influential people went there it's basically like cambridge yeah Oxford, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly um, we meet Awazi, who's a radio host and former Unilag student. Mm. Surprise, surprise, she tells us she was sexually harassed by a lecturer. And the lecturer asks her out on a date when she was 16 years old. Yeah, so I feel like I need to just jump in here and just say, like, some listeners who aren't familiar with the educational system in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. someone who... Um, was part of Was that. part. Yeah. Um, so, okay, just, just for clarification, I was boarding school, like, for a few years. Um, but basically in Nigeria you don't get progressed through school by age it's by merit so it's by how well you perform you don't pass you don't literally pass. so you could be at nine years old you could enter secondary school um, and then because my dad he went to secondary school at nine yeah finish and then you could be entering university at 15 so he went to uni at 15 yeah. and started at 15 so there's no like um, if you're really really smart you could be in there 15 yeah. 16 17 if you're going to uni at 18 it's actually considered quite late in is Nigeria that, it's like what happened <laughs> how many times did you repeat like mm-hmm. and you can repeat at any stage so repeating is like you do the year again like yeah. if you flop it's not like here where you colour in the lines and they say okay right next next year and so when, yeah. when when like international students come here and people like these Brits not, I mean me too I'm a Brit but when the Brits start acting like oh yeah oh, because because these people have an accent Same. like you're dumb it's like, like 9 out of 10 times these are people who are smart. There's words than that they use in this documentary that I have to do on Google. Fam, fam, Because <laughs> their vocab is better than fam, ours. They, they, literally, the way they, they move like machines in Africa when they're like teaching, mm-hmm. literally, like, and you don't move on until you're, you yeah, until you understand what's going on. And they would disgrace you. Like, sometimes in assemblies, they would read people's like end of year results and they'd read the lowest oh. and they'd read the highest. So the top three and the lowest three, literally. Hi. So it would be that scramble to not be in the lowest three. Even if you made it to the fourth, oh, at least you were in the lowest three. They, they will read it and they will disgrace you. And then they will say that, oh, yeah, these people are repeating because they didn't reach this. Mad. Fam, it's If that's crazy. not enough to make you want to revise, then I really don't know. I don't know what it is. So, yes, this is 16 when he asked her out. Um, and it's actually mad because like, this didn't actually surprise me because I remember before I started going to Nigeria regularly again a few years ago, the last time I went was when I was 15. And I remember even at that time being 15 and having uncles be looking at me somehow yeah, or yeah. doing that S S or like, and you must have been small. I look small now yeah. at 26. So let what, alone me at 15 yeah looking like an eight-year-old and that's the and same they used to move mad literally that's the same with me for as long as i've known and i don't know that's another thing that i feel like is weirdly part of our culture as well yeah the expectation that you will be moved to by mm-hmm. men who are like double quadruple double, your age exactly. literally like it's so bad now that when guys that are like my dad's age move to me now not that i don't think it's bad mm-hmm. but it's not like oh my gosh because like, i've oh, been experiencing yeah. guys that were older than my dad moving to me because these when i was like 16 these guys were in their 50s i've yeah. like, been experiencing that yeah, so exactly. it's like oh actually you're quite young that makes me consider- sense. Yeah. yeah exactly because i'm older yeah exactly it's so mad oh as he says just bear in mind that the age of consent in lagos is 18. yeah that actually surprised me like i thought the age of consent in nigeria would be marriage <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> lie like <laughs> I was so surprised that they have like an actual age of consent. But yes, yeah, eighteen, which is nowhere near the sixteen. Sixteen, but yeah. Um, and like friends were saying, like people get into uni at the age of fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, um, and that makes them incredibly vulnerable to yeah. predators, which is so true. It's literally, so, so true. literally, because you're leaving your home like 
and yeah, everything exactly. it's scary like the comfort yeah. and i feel like that on that end of things that is where the west is probably a bit better because like being able to go to uni isn't just about like how smart you are mm-hmm, it's also mm-hmm. about you know your emotional and mental. yeah well-being so kiki is back she tells us um how this investigation took place over a year and um, they interviewed bare people like it's literally legit they've got hidden cameras microphones mm-hmm. that we see and hear a lot of what's happening yeah, as yeah, it's happening yeah. which i appreciate so much because yeah. it's like i want to be there you yeah. know um yeah I, I just said i was really proud watching this documentary and I you mean, must have think about the body cams they must have had as well. Exactly, like it's good. It's really good production. It's really, really good. The investigation, the production, the shots, like it's really, really good. Like we're not talking Nollywood vibes here. Like, no, we're talking, no, this like, isn't Nolly babes. Yeah, this is not. Uh, this what's is it? real shit. What's that? Blackberry babes. <laughs> oh yeah, baby, baby. <laughs> Shine your eyes. Oh, I love that song. I'm not gonna lie. So they designed masks for the women to wear, the people who are being interviewed, just to... What do you think those masks look like? Jabberwocky masks? They look like... Yeah, they only look like Jabberwocky masks because of the... They were white masks. Jabberwocky don't have patterns on their masks, do they? Okay. They don't. Oh. I need to to googs. Jabberwocky, yeah, they don't have... They don't have... They just have the white face. I just thought Jabberwocky, I thought they were all going to start dancing. Especially because one of the women was wearing all black, and I was like, are you going to dance? Literally. So basically, through this documentary, we start to, like, pinpoint these particular high offenders, yeah. This is the juicy stuff. This is the juicy stuff. So we learned about this guy. He is a senior lecturer in Unilag's Faculty of Arts, which I'm surprised there is a Faculty of Arts in Nigeria, considering yeah, how yeah. considering how they go on about oh Doctor medicine, yeah, yeah, yeah. dentists. There's like fine arts. They teach. I it. was really impressed by that. Yeah. Not by him. Yeah, but as we get into, but <laughs> yeah. by that. Yeah. Um, and what else is he as well? He's the former sub dean, and also brace yourself. He is the head pastor of a local branch of one church we've been telling you lots the Guys, never trust the first episode one please and then return exactly i'm it's not even surprised with the pastor because pastor in like them like it means it's, it's almost like it mean, no it means nothing it, mean oh, it literally means nothing <laughs> it's just a word it's, it's just, just, it's just, just a word. word and it just comes with the clout but exactly do whatever exactly. the fuck do anything for clout <laughs> <laughs> we see a hidden camera clip of him on the pulpit preaching aka chat and shit and we learn that his name is dr Boniface Igbenhu. Boniface. Boniface. I don't understand that name. Everyone named that, I'd never understand that name. Because like, where did it come from? Like, like what's the origin? What What would lead you to put, like, Bonnie in front of face and then say, oh, this is a name? And then why would you end a name with face? Fam. Fam. But why do Nigerians do anything they do? Which person's name is not Victor. You <laughs> see a single Victor in this whole thing. <laughs> so, Boniface, yeah. We hear how several current students and former students claim to have been harassed by him. Mm-hmm. And we speak to two of them on camera. They're wearing these ugly masks. Um, we learn how respected he is, and they tell us that he comes across as a father figure yeah. who wants to protect you and help you through your journey in school. Now, where else have we heard that father figure line? Oh, where could it be? Could Fam, it be? He said the same thing about Pastor Toby. Father figure, father Literally, figure. Literally, this father figure, they love a father figure. They love a father figure. Sometimes just to have a father, do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> or don't <laughs> or don't one of the ladies says that the fact that he's a pastor makes you think that he won't do anything yeah, bad yeah never think that which is like pastors are human beings they're, just, they're just human beings like not God not Jesus they're just human beings they're, they, they're men they still have dicks it's like and that is the primary thing literally and that that's what drives the them mad Kiki asks what kind of things that um, Boniface would do he would tell you to come to his office he would lock the door Sometimes he would want to group you. Sometimes he would want to dry hump you. I'm not gonna lie, when she said lock the door, they really lost me at lock the door because how, like, that's holding me captive. Yeah, are you saying that you would leave at that point? As in, when she said that, well, that's one of the things that he did, yeah. I was already like, yeah, he's moving mad. Yeah, then but we see later things. how he operates, but it's, oh. it's, it's actually scary. It's actually like, It's not that I belittled these women's experiences at all, but I think there's something real about it when you're watching how it's done and like i wasn't even in that room and i felt fear yeah exactly literally exactly it's crazy you exactly. cannot lock the door like, i'm not trying to be funny even if i was with my man and he locked the door but like, why are you locking the door like exactly. we don't have kids anyone like, it's not what i'm hiding from the kids why are you locking the door like bro it's just anyone Fam. like i'm sorry you are going to jail honestly <laughs> oh well they're not but yeah so we hear one auntie who is like my favorite person on this? Literally, day. we only see her once, but she, yeah, I love her so much. We only much. see her once, but that's what we needed. We she really sh- left her mark. Her name is. Did you write it? I didn't write it. Oluya Missy Ola Obilade. Yeah. Yeah, she's a professor. 
a professor of women's studies, which makes so much sense. I love her so much. Yeah, honestly. Do you know she looks like? Who? She looks like that woman in Tyler Perry movies that always plays somebody's mama and is always dying of cancer and has to bring the family together I before know she you're dies. About. So she, do you know who the woman I'm talking about is? <laughs> yeah. I'll I, post a picture of her yeah, and the I, woman. And I don't see. remember what the woman in this documentary looks yeah, like. Yeah, she's I always dying of something. It gets to a point where you're just typecasting it. <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah, so Auntie tells us that sexual harassment is actually a naked abuse of power and betrayal of public trust. And she continues, this is the bit where I'm like, yes, this, yes, It cannot be consensual because the power relation is not balanced. Somebody has all the power. The other person has little or no power. Literally, I like, love it's this impossible. Bit. And it's like, if you don't understand this, then I just don't know for literally, you. Literally, it's literally like when people say, oh, but they're two adults, but then it doesn't matter. The point of the matter is one is a lecturer who has power over this woman's life. Mm -hmm. The other person is a student who needs this lecturer. Exactly. And like, you see how much this affects the women who and the choose you not make. to... Um, and this is the thing that I said, you can't confuse coercion for consent because it's like me basically dangling your grade in front of you and is say, coercion, saying like, kind of like, oh, you may agree to sleep with me, yeah. but only because you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to graduate. Literally, and that's as, not consent. That's, that's not, not me consent. saying I choose to sleep with you and out of my free will because literally. I want to. And this is why when people get confused about like when you mask things up and like you present yourself as something you're not, like you're consenting to sleep with someone who they presented themselves as yeah. another way. You can't come and tell me you'll wake up in the morning and be like, Oh, I'm not this and then it's like it's like that thread alone did where she was like, Oh, I don't know if you saw it, but she was like, um, if a guy like lies to a woman about his feelings, mm -hmm. um, is that like sexual assault? Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Cause I slept with you on the basis of this this because is you what told I, you were this. Yeah. So for are you oh you didn't allow me to make an informed decision. Yeah, literally. Fam. I just don't get what people don't get. Don't about be this confused. Whole thing. Yeah, but Auntie, she really just preached she and the doctor ended yeah. there. It could have, that could have been it. It could have been it, and maybe you people have learned. But can I just say also, BBC, like, your subtitles are a bit anti-black. Like, it was very clear what you were saying, but then their subtitles... No, I had the subtitles on on YouTube anyway the whole time, so I didn't know if... I had them on. on because the first guy on the radio, I couldn't hear what he was saying. I just had it on because it's easier when I'm, like, yeah, lying on things. Yeah, so but I didn't know if it was... I kept them on, and then I was like... First of all, it's very clear what she's saying. Why are you... This is a professor. She's not... Bam. She's speaking English better than Literally, you. Literally, why are you coming to do different subtitles? I hate stuff like that, man. That's what I'm saying. Just because someone speaks English with a bit of an accent... It doesn't... You suddenly don't Literally, literally. So, we learn that Unilag has a sexual harassment policy, which was only published in August 2019. <laughs> so, it's not even been a year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's not even been a year Bam. that this has been 2019, published. are you kidding me? It, and the university's been around a lot longer than that. If, my, if I'm saying that my mum went there, um, which I'm not sure about, by the way. Um, so in summary, it bans lecturers from making suggestive compliments. It bans grooming. And it also bans sexual contact. All of which we see demonstrated. Exactly, in this movie. In this movie, honestly. There's no measures to stop from the university itself. Just oh, to... honestly. So next we meet our um, our first undercover... Our first Jabberwocky. ...investigator. <laughs> We meet our first Jabberwocky, Kemi, not her real name. Mm. Uh, and she's posing as a student in order to see if um, Boniface exposes himself as the predator that mm. he is. Of course he does, spoiler alert. Mm. So Kemi tells us that. I'm an angry Nigerian, a woman who is angry about the level of sexual violence against women. Yes, I feel you. I feel you. Because I'm even angry watching it. I'm even, like, literally, literally. watching it. And I'm, not, I'm nowhere I've never near. Got, yeah, I've never gone to uni now. Exactly. So the first contact is Kemi approaching um, Dr. Boniface at his church. Mm -hmm. She's posing as a secondary school graduate. She's trying to basically get admission into Unilag and specifically into his department. And then they add just sort of sprinkle into her storyline that her mother is widowed. No, but you say sprinkle, but these things are key because it shows the vulnerability. Exactly, but I'm saying that I feel like the reason they added that is because there's no man in the picture, which literally is just... I just feel like some men, let me not generalise, but some men, they, men, they don't actually respect or like women. No. Like, they're straight, so they enjoy having sex with women. But, but they, they don't, don't actually respect no, women no, no, or no. like women because you hear that there's no man in the picture and now you think, okay, cool, I can have my way. Whereas if I she had presented with someone with a dad, he might have thought twice because, oh, there's another man in the picture, picture and I respect that man. Yeah. Therefore, maybe I will pretend to respect you. Yeah, it's just like when people so say, oh, like, um, she's somebody's mother, she's somebody's sister, she's somebody's wife. But she's a fucking person. She's a woman does it own. matter if she's somebody's this, this, If she has no friend? kid, if she's orphaned, so what does fam, that mean? It's okay for you to listen, abuse her. Listen, fam, this is what I mean. Just so driving. Like, literally, this, this, this documentary, I was, like, I enjoyed it just because of what it achieved and stuff. Yeah. But, like, it was just so driving. And, like, when you just see 
these views and these thoughts and these actions that are just widespread within bare country, country but especially yeah. like your own country, country that you're from yeah. like it's crazy it makes you think though like obviously after i've gone back this christmas which was like my first christmas back in like mm. i've never been there for christmas anyway so that was my first one but obviously going as an adult i clocked i was like it's so much more progressive and but then watching documentaries like this it reminds you that it's because you're talking to like-minded people exactly. so i'm talking it's to my equivalents in nigeria i'm mm-hmm. talking to like people of the same like upbringing mm-hmm. whatever kind of thing but if you go the, the misogyny the rape culture it's all people. very fam it's still there yeah. Kemi is also 17. She's not 17, but, like, she presents she's posing, as 17. Yeah. And yeah. we don't see her face because she's masked, but from, like, what you can see of her body, I think she could pass for a 17-year-old. She yeah, looks quite slim. Um, but 17, if you remember, is under the legal age of consent. Which yeah, is which is key, yeah. yeah. So two days after she meets him at church, he invites her to his office for a tutorial. Don't really get... Like, I don't understand the tutorial. The tutorial what are you not, teaching like, when her? You've, yeah, I'm living in uni yet, so... Fam, what are you teaching her? Like, yeah, I don't get it. But we actually get to see this meeting and we hear it because of the cameras. Um, and Kiki, which I love, like, she's very aware of, like, the safety and everything. Mm. And she, they all have, like, all the investigators you see have, like, a panic button. That I love press, that. And everyone's sort of nearby should anything go wrong. Mm-hmm. Which it nearly does, like, several times. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take long for Boniface to move creepish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, it just reminds me of, like, oh, do you remember Love and Hip Hop? Like, Rich Donald and Peter Guns and... Oh, creep squad. creep squad like he literally I was like he reminds me of those eight baby girl uncles yeah he is he is, he is that he, that is him in yeah a, he is that in, in, in he needs to put some fucking shoes he, on huh? he needs to put some shoes on <laughs> oh yeah he's always shoeless <laughs> so he asks Kemi how old she is and obviously she tells him that she's 17 and he responds 17 and you look very big like this Basically, what he's trying to say is not big like fat, because we've already said that she's quite slim, slim. Like endowed. But like endowed, like ah. So it's basically like his way of saying you've got breasts, you've got bum, like mm. you know you have a woman's body at seventeen. And what is there any reason that any man should be saying that to me on the phone? Like it doesn't matter, lecturer or no lecturer, like. Even what? on a date, it's like going on a date and a guy. Imagine yeah. being on a date and a guy's like to you. It's not even the same situation scenario, but yeah, exactly. then I'm just trying to say that it's such an it's just an, such an inappropriate thing to Regardless. say. It's like saying to a guy, "Oh, I'm 26." Oh, you got breasts like this. Like I would leave the date. Like, do you know what it's I mean? So nice. What will your lecturer? Why do, you, should, do you notice that I have breasts? And then and then another thing I think about the whole power dynamic thing. Yeah, is that like you're my lecturer, but then also like you're my uncle because mm. of the the culture in things. So Literally. whereas whereas like here, if your lecturer tried to get shut the fuck up, like blah blah, blah you. you you can't even move mad because there, there's that layer of like culture on top culture of it as well. you can't even crazy. you're being disrespected and you can't move mad but then this also just showed me how women are i mean obviously i didn't need this gym, but women are so much so badly sexualized because it's like i would never see a guy and the first thought would be like oh like yeah you have a big cock yeah do you know what I mean? Because it's those tr- muscles. Fam, do you know what I mean? But like for women, it's literally like you feel comfortable saying. And it's not saying that the men, they don't like, nor do they respect women. women you're literally no. an avenue to have sex with. That's literally, all you're You're just with. a thing to them for yeah. some men. And that's that's. And thing. it's mad. It's so sad and it's mad. So, sad and mad. <laughs> sad and mad. Um, Kemi also tells us that he keeps saying she's beautiful. Tell me you're a beautiful girl. Do you know that? Eh? We are not beautiful. We are very beautiful. We are very beautiful. Yeah. she's 17 and there's literally no need for any man like grown man to be commenting on the way you look at that stage so of course the pastor mentions being a pastor <laughs> as if like me telling you I'm a pastor means you let your guard down and you Fair. think oh yeah like it's safe do you know what I mean it's like literally that first statement where that woman said like they groom you like they, they know what they're doing yeah they it's know just... exactly the playbooks <sighs> so Boniface completely unprovoked out of nowhere Fair. says <laughs> Do you know, and I'm in my 50s, okay? What is shock you is that even at my age now, mm, yeah. if I want a girl of your age, I'm a two year old. All I need is to sweet tongue her, put some tongue her, and I'll get her. Sweet tongue her, and put some money in her hand, and I'll get her. Sweet tongue. And he says a girl her. of 17 years. He, he says 17 years. Can someone, if anybody knows what sweet tongue is, sweet can you, tongue. Can you please? I'm assuming he means like chat to her, but I don't know if he meant sweet talk or like if there's a special kiss that we don't, need, know, don't about. know about. Bam. <laughs> Hasn't made his way to the I, Europe. Can I just say I, I'm not interested in the sweet tongue 
tongue in of any sort. Please keep you that. Keep your tongue keep and the keep tongue, tongue. Literally, let's keep it. In this, especially in this corona environment, let's keep our tongues to ourselves. He's speaking to a 17-year-old. And he's basically saying... A 17-year-old that came to you for uni advice. Fam. Like... And you're basically saying you can sweet-tongue her and give her money and that's it. And that. get her, that's all. So not only are you disrespecting me... But you're actually just... But you're disrespecting me. <laughs> so not only, but not only. Not only. <laughs> and in conclusion... In conclusion. 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 <laughs> honestly. Oh, I'm man. so mad. We're not even halfway, bro. Fam, and I'm exhausted. I'm just, like, my soul hurts. I'm tired! <laughs> So next we have more of the power play. He promises Kemi that if she passes her exams, he will give her admission. And so she's kind of like, oh, right, like, you can give me admission. Yeah. And then and, he's but like... But in reality, you fucking can't. He says, I'm he's... an associate professor. What does yeah. that even mean? What, does the, what the fuck? I didn't hear admissions in that sentence. Exactly, so you can't do shit. So they're having this conversation about the admissions, whatever. So then we hear that he invites her to his church and back to the office there's a lot of back and forth yeah. in locations location, location. but I guess the church thing is again the power play of showing like he's a pastor it's like remember I'm a good guy yeah, yeah literally mm-hmm. like I am the good guy I see me with my congregation honestly so they get to his office and he makes her pray and this prayer he makes her like repeat after him yeah a prayer and this prayer is the weirdest shit I've ever seen it's like you know the whole Madonna like a prayer song, that but like on crack but so disgusting. Like, so he sat on a chair opposite her. His legs her. are like open. His legs are open in like this mating call. He keeps opening and closing yeah, his like legs. Yeah, he's like jiggling them. Literally, and then she was like, he was jiggling his genitals. <laughs> jiggling <laughs> them genitals. <laughs> he was like, he was bouncing up in the chair. It's and like he was excited. Literally, like, he yeah. had a smirk on his yeah. face. Because he closes his eyes. Yeah, the prayer. And then she's she like, my eyes is not closing. Literally, she's like, I am. Um, Wide open. And then literally, he's jiggling his genitals, <laughs> legs open, okay? And then he has this smirk on his face. Like, I've, I've never it's, seen such a so dirty disgusting. smirk. Like, he's closing his eyes. Like, what are you imagining right now? Literally. Because it's not prayer that you're imagining bam, right now. Bam, bam, And then he has this seductive, like... It's not seductive. It's, not, it's like trying to be seductive. But, yeah, you know that voice guys put on at night when you're trying to, like, do pillow talk? I, it's, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's that voice, yeah, and he's like, okay, stay with me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The Lord is my guide. The Lord is my guide. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. You are my master. You are my master. Welcome to the <laughs> kingdom, my daughter. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know the way he said you are my master? That bit was, it gave me chills, but not, like, full body chills, but not, like, yeah, I was way. like, what the fuck, and she was like, when he said that, she felt like she'd been initiated, and it yeah. fucking was. Because it's like, just because, and the thing is, that I get it, a pastor tells you to pray, like, you pray, even, like, at church, yeah, when a pastor's like, I'll repeat after me, it's like, mm, let me just hear what you're saying first, Fam. because I can't just be praying anyhow, I can't just be saying anything. Fam. It's just, it's Jiggling so genitals all over the Jiggling genitals, hashtag jiggling genitals, Fam. this bit annoyed me so much. much. He says to Kemi, a 17-year-old. And to be honest, it doesn't matter how old she is. You it's, don't, none you don't, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. None of your business. None of your business. He says... I want you to start knowing What do you mean by knowing me? I want you to start having sex. He's basically asking her when she start having sex. And it's like, this is... She keeps going around in circles. And then he's like, at what age did you start having yeah. sex? Yeah, And I don't know if she still pretends she doesn't know it. Then he yeah. says, the, like, this... The, you think that bit pissed you off. This pissed me off. He says to like, at what age did you have like start having carnal knowledge i hate the word carnal knowledge yeah, I literally i, I fucking because hate it's it. like you're trying to do like holier than thou with the yeah. whole pastor, oh, carnal carnal but then it's like mm, you're also trying to do up sexy times exactly because he's me smirk, literally his smirk this whole time he was still jiggling his you genitals you guys have to watch you have to watch the documentary you have to watch it you Honestly. have to see it he was still jiggling his genitals they weren't out but he was jiggling them on the i chair. hate that like i just feel like it's, it's whether she's 17 whether she's 70 like it's not your business it's, it's actually, none, not it's actually business. none of your business yeah. like like literally then, even at this age if you're dating what why would like it's a guy like a guy asking all oh, like how uh, far have you gone how, how many guys have you slept with what age did you lose your virginity like are we fucking five yeah like, it's what actually the fuck? like um sir mind your business is your business Focus yeah literally and then he says stuff like um oh don't worry like no one will know i won't tell your mom it's like i'm not trying to create some trust here literally, like literally. like it's just frustrating kemi actually asks him why he wants to know rightfully so and he says i want to know you're my baby now you're my daughter i'm sorry my dad my dad has never asked me Fam. when i started having carnal no- carnal knowledge 
uh, when and I also a man me. that isn't my father cannot come and be saying to me like you're my baby in that context or my daughter it was so weird because the two in one sentence didn't yeah, make because you know like guys like say oh baby like it's like, an oxymoron literally like that's an it's an oxymoron because like, it's weird because you're, you're basically trying to do up oh i'm trying to be your father your boo you, but i'm also trying to be your dad which is not okay this this is not. You didn't even give it a sentence for us to like get confused with what you're saying. Like literally. literally the same breath. Okay, so one thing, and I think we we Loki touched on it. Yeah, is mm-hmm. like the tone with which Kemi responds to Boniface. Yeah, because you can tell that obviously she's not seventeen. She's yeah. grown and she's also experienced this before. Yeah, which could be very like triggering. Yeah, um, you can tell she's outraged, and in the confessional she is pissed. pissed yeah. But because of how fragile niggas can be, yeah. She has to be meek with her response and gentle, like, okay, sir, ah, Because I was just saying, if it was me, I'd have been like. You, but the thing is, that's here. If this happened here, you can move mad. Yeah, but you but can't move But I do think like that even there. us being like here, if we were to go to Nigeria and have that same encounter, we wouldn't move mad like mm, we would move mad here. Yeah, it's true. Because there is that whole culture thing of like respect and la 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 la. Mm. And like, it is like, it supersedes yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's actually, it's actually mad. So now we hear more about Kiki's story. Kiki's oh, the narrator. So sad. Yeah. And she mentioned earlier on being sexually harassed. Um, but now we hear that she actually wanted to become a, do- a doctor. Mm-hmm. And her dad died in 2002, which again is like basically the storyline that she kind of gave um, Kemi in terms of the widowed mother. She tells us she got into uni at 19. And she describes it as matriculating. I don't understand that. Because they have, have a whole it. graduation gown. Yeah, I have to well. Google it. It just means like being enrolled in school or uni. But they have this like a graduation I mean about, gown. For yeah, that. I don't, this is what I mean. But probably like graduating from like high school and it. Yeah. This is what I mean about like Nigerians speak English. Yeah. Like they use them words that like you don't even know are in the dictionary. Literally. And you think like, ha 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 ha, I don't try and shit, but it's an actual word and it makes sense. Literally. I've heard of it before, but I didn't know what it meant. I haven't. I thought it was to do with like maternity. <laughs> so. She says that for two semesters he withheld my exam results and pretended I never sat the papers. And it was like she didn't sit the papers. Yeah, the pretended test. that she didn't sit the papers. Fam! I sat, I revised and I sat, sat the, papers the papers and you take my results and then. What are you talking about? It's actually mad. And she said that when she confronted him. The audacity. The all fucking audacity. He demanded to have sex with her several times. And because sis wasn't going to do it, her results suffered. Literally. Like, you work so hard to get into uni, you matriculate, <laughs> and then one random don, one random don has derailed your whole life. thing. And, like, basically, she didn't graduate. She she dropped out of uni without a degree. It's so nice. And, like, she was, like, her whole life was just ruined. It's so nice. And she was just basically saying that if her dad had been about, it would have been a different yeah, it story. Been different. And it would have been. Um, so we leave Lagos for a bit. Now we're in Ghana. Accra. I love, guys. I went to Ghana last year, yeah? in December and like I actually love that place I'm not gonna lie like, shout I, out to my wife she's going in my wife what Abner yeah yeah my, my wife yeah cool that's fine okay. listen some of us like we know what we have we don't have to put it out there do you know what I mean okay let's see what you have in it <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're told that the University of Ghana is like beautiful prestigious we actually see it it's like, lovely it's beautiful it's better than I can't lie Lagos step up fam it's yeah. done in campus Ghana is actually my happy place I'm not gonna lie like I would have a house out there and just go there to escape right, yeah. the Rona. Yeah. <laughs> They're Rona. <laughs> they ain't letting your ass in. Honestly, private jet teams. So we learned that the harassment here is so bad that students have actually formed a group to teach self-defense. This is where, what are we doing Self-defense against your lecturers. This is Fam. not against people on campus. This is not against robbers. This is against this the people that are teaching you. Jahamad, that is. So we hear about one big offender in Ghana. Oh, can I just say, the guy, one of the guys that was doing the self-defense class. There's only one guy. Okay, yeah, him. He was buff. Did you not think? And he looked kind of tall, not like Ghanaian. What, for a Ghanaian? Yeah. Actually, like... I do know like an actual tall Ghanaian guy in real life. Okay, the one that we both know? No, I know another one. Oh, so that's two. Yeah. Okay. So we see the, the Bonnie face equivalent in Ghana. Yeah, we see Bonnie face equivalent, Butako. <laughs> we meet Paul. Zara, not her real name. And Zara is basically the Kemi of Ghana. Mm. So she's mm. posing as a final year student who's interested in doing her master's. You know that Africans love a master's. Yeah. So we see the second meeting that she has with Butako, and the first thing we see is him saying, mm, you look mwah. Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. Zara says that, like, uh, this guy's a bit different, because on the phone, he's he was really blunt and professional. Yeah. I do think the Ghanaians are better at their conduct than Nigerians. Not to say what both sides aren't doing is wrong, mm-hmm. but I think there's a bit more shame in Ghana. I think the Ghanaians are a bit more laid back about their... their 
Because I was basically saying to the guy that, like, men are a distraction, so she's not really trying to be with anyone. And Bitako says, let me be your side guy. Let me be your side okay, guy. Okay, this reminded me of Michael from Love Island, where he was like, oh, I'll be the side dish. He said that to, what's her face? Priscilla. Leanne. Hmm? Yeah. See how many, there's so many, we can't remember. The white one. Jess. When Jess was choosing between him and Luke and... I stopped watching it, I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? Yeah, so I never finished that season. Okay, he said that to her. Oh, she, he was like, let me be your side man. I don't know. I've never seen someone want to be a side man so bad. Um, this has really been like, no. So I've really said no. Like, yeah. and the thing is, like, I don't even need... She's really done that, oh, I don't want a distraction. She should just be able to say no. No, literally. She doesn't have to have, make, make an excuse. There's no, I don't have to explain it to you. You asked me a question, I gave you an answer. Exactly. I, mean, I keep it pushing. But yeah, he wants to be the side guy. Cool. Waste man. So we hear that... Uh, he's I mean, married. This is not... Is he? Yes, he said that he's married. Oh, yeah. I think I'll get into that oh, okay, sorry. later. Um, so we hear that the university lecturers are forbidden from having sexual relationships with students when they are in a position to influence their education mm. career. This is literally the same thing. The I same see, theme. Literally. Power, influence, consent cannot take place. Literally. literally. Um, so even the flirting that he's doing now is because of misconduct. Yeah, so wrong. you haven't even taken it to a physical stage. But it's, but it's still, already really, wrong. It's already wrong. You're, yeah. just, you're just compounding the wrong. Literally just... Yeah, you wrong. So Bataco keeps saying this phrase to Zara, contribute to your career, right? Yeah, so he doesn't explicitly say, like, give me that poontang for yeah. grades. <laughs> yeah, exactly. However... But he he says you should align yourself with... People who can contribute to your career. Your, what do you mean, contribute? Fam, fam, mm. fam. Basically implying that, like, you being with him in his good graces will benefit her career. Career, literally. Um, but he, yeah, like you said, he never really, really says it. Yeah. So Zara says, like, he's made it seem like you have a choice. But this is what I mean about you the, really don't. Yeah, this is what I mean about the difference, though, because in the Nigerian one, they do just explicitly oh, say yeah. That's Nigerians, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's how he is. Mad manipulation, bro. Um, so he says, Butak also says he's a married man, but his wife is out of the country. <laughs> yeah. Fam. Like, okay, so your wife's what out of the country. What does that mean? Con- Are you not married anymore, then? Fam. I don't understand that excuse. So you ask out the country, does that make the marriage null and void? Like, you're still a married man. And his wife isn't out of any fucking country, mate. There, Let's man. keep it... She's there. Let's keep it real. She's there, man. He denies his behaviour, but, like, we have you on camera, so... <laughs> what is going I don't understand on? any of the men that deny their behaviour. Like, we, we can fucking see... And the thing is that, like, there's one thing to, like, lie and be like, oh, no, I didn't do it, knowing that you did it, but part of me thinks that, like, they actually don't believe that anything they've done is wrong. Yeah... Which is even a madder thing. Yeah, it's a scarier. Yeah, it's crazy. We meet another uni of Ghana lecturers, the second one, uh, Professor Ransford Jampo. That Ransford. It's such a Ghanaian kind of name. Really? Of the the Ghanaian names, the the Ghanaian British names, like, I'm not surprised. If someone said, is this Ghanaian or Nigerian, I said it's Ghanaian. Ghanaian, oh yeah, yeah, Ransford, yeah. Ransford, okay. Jampo. (laughs) So this time we meet Abigail, not her real name. Mm. She poses as a student at the uni. From a poor background. Another Nollywood story. Another Nollywood story. She goes to one of his classes and he agrees to become her mentor. Um, and so he would review her essays, give her feedback, which is like calm, cool. Yeah, what a mentor and he would give do. her good, good feedback yeah. as well, yeah. We see one meeting with him and all of a sudden, Jampo wants her to wear high heels to the office. Fam, is this Fifty Shades of Grey? I'm sorry. Mm? Fam. Like, it, it gets even weirder. Yeah. Because one Sunday afternoon, the Lord's Day, you're minding your business, no no uni, no nothing. Abigail gets a phone call. He accuses her of being formal around work and then only wanting to talk about uni work. Formal, 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 formal. You want to talk about work, work, nothing else. Which is like, like, what the you're fuck? my mentor for uni. What, what else is my mentor about? about? Like, We're bam, mates. bam. We're actually not mates. Like, you know when people say, oh yeah, they crossed the line. Like, there is no line. Like, literally. the line is so far behind us, we cannot see it anymore. You can't see it, literally. They're, they're, it's yes. a dot in the it's background, honestly. So he then tries to invite himself to her house. And it's like the entitlement really pisses me off. Like, why am I scrambling to try and figure out an excuse for you to not come to my house? It's my house and I don't I want can, you there. Yeah, I can say no. And also, well, how do you know where you live? But cool. He probably just took it from the computer, it? So, whatever. Um, so, sis is like, firstly, I'm a student. And secondly, I don't want a relationship, mm. right? So, Jampo says... Oh, prepare your mind because I'm, I'll be coming very soon. But this is not the only time he goes from zero to one hundred. <laughs> There's another time where all he like, knows, all he knows, is, is he's like, his conversation is weird. Do you know what it is? I feel like he 
again, men don't like women. Like he's in his mind and he's having a conversation with himself. He's and having his own his, thoughts and he just says them out loud. And also, at I feel any like given with time. them in this conversation, everything is a build up to like getting the poontang, the mm-hmm. poussoir. So it's like. They're, they're doing all this small talk and so when you're pissed off too much, she's like, okay, cool, I want to fuck you, sir. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's because I told you good morning I want to fuck her. That's what I mean. That's literally like their <laughs> mind. It's literally what's going on in their head. Uh. So Abigail manages to convince him that they should meet in public instead of him coming to her house, which is annoying because this had no plans of going anywhere. You've come to derail my whole day. Literally. Now I have to leave the house. Just so you don't come to wash my day. House. Like my hair was already losing, and now. <gasps> so Jampo insists on buying her shoes as soon as he arrives. I'm like, is this a foot fetish? Or Fam, what's going I on think here? he has a foot fetish, but yeah, like, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I'm not like, do you know what I mean? Don't I'm buy not, me shoes. I'm not yet, buy me like, I'm I am not, not opposed. If a foot fetish is your thing, that's fine. I've literally just sexually harassed. Corona goes on until like summer. I'm starting to know the fans. It'll be my feet, but I'll start it. Why did you look at my feet like that? I'll get a manicure, obviously. Where? How are you leaving the house? Uh, sorry, pedicure. How are you going to leave the house? I'll do it my fucking self. Okay. I must start at OnlyFans and make money, okay? okay. I can't just sit at home. Um, so this is saying that he doesn't need to buy her shoes because he really doesn't and she's fine. Do you know what I mean? She's she like, doesn't thanks, even want to wear the heels. No thanks. Literally, she's like, tired of wearing the heels. Do you remember the name? She's like, she didn't come to his office with heels and he was like, where are your heels? Exactly. Like, fam, so this, is, this is feet. I'm tired. I'm like looking at my shoes. Bam. You're right. So, <laughs> again, this is going from zero to a hundred, yeah? So <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she basically says, he doesn't need to buy her shoes. Like, out, And then, like, out of the blue. Literally nowhere. Unprovoked. Like, no like, context. Nobody. What conversation was he having in his own head that he didn't tell anyone? He said, he said, have you ever been kissed violently before? <laughs> have you ever been kissed violently before? Guys, can please, can you, can anyone just let us know what a violent kiss the is? The thing is, this is so funny, this scene, because like, obviously they're in the mall, so there's a bare background noise, so she doesn't really hear him. All yeah. she does is she doesn't really believe what she's hearing. Because so who wants? Bare time she asks me, she's like, huh? He's like, have you ever been kissed? Like, he repeats it. He doesn't flinch. He doesn't flinch. Like, he's unawake. Like, he's unawake. Like, it's, like it's like him being like, oh, what, what shoe size are you? What shoe size are you? Literally, what, what shoe, shoe size are you? He's like, have you kissed my Have you? Have you kissed my Like, where, <laughs> where do these, how do you string this sentence? How did we get here? Bam! <laughs> oh, it's actually mad. Like, you know when, like, you're moving mad, yeah? And the person doesn't hear you. It gives you time for you to so, be evaluated. Like, oh, like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, you could have been like, oh, like, have you tried yeah, yeah, exactly. from, or have you tried this but no <laughs> he says it with his chest with his whole every chest. time what is kind of guys if anyone knows if this is a Ghanaian thing maybe we don't know about like fine just let us know like what does being kissed violently mean I need to know like, so this is like, do you know what? Yeah, like at this point, it's just safer to get the shoes in it. So fam, because this matters about violent kisses <laughs> now. Like, okay, I'd rather take the heels. Like, let's She's just like, okay, that. size five, please. So let's do it, please, sir, please. <laughs> oh, oh my god! So he buys her the shoes, and so they're walking out of the store now, and we hear him say, "Stop pushing yourself away, because if you're going to be my wife, stop pushing me aside." And this again, 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 it's the whole thing of it. She even says it. She's like. We were just talking about shoes, and next thing he's talking about proposal and wife, and it's like it's the same thing. I don't know if he's having conversations in his head that he's not like telling with us. Like multiple people. <laughs> <laughs> because how did you go from just buying her shoes to saying this is his wife, and then violent kisses? And then you're like, don't as in like it's like as if we've discussed something and like we've had a fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, I gonna, you said like don't push yourself away from it. She's not. I'm she's walking, walking on one walk- side. You're walking on one side. On top of you all. Do you want her to like? fuck you on the road or what like nah I just there's just so many questions and just not enough answers okay it gets a bit wilder here so many so many questions is wilder a word more wild wilder wild and out (laughs) um guys just to say I'm inserting these like clips but because of the mic um it's like a hidden mic and stuff you can't really hear it because there's like subtitles at this point so if you can't hear it I'm sorry but we probably said what it is anyway so yeah um, but yeah, so the assumption is that she's going to be his wife and it's like, this man is mad. Abigail's like, I've literally seen him four times and all of a sudden we're talking marriage. Like, what is going on? Anyway, everyone's confused, yeah? We're all confused. Yeah, agreed. So Jampo, he's still about, he's still yeah, moving mad. They go to like a restaurant. Yeah, they're in a restaurant, he's just chatting shit. Saying yeah, that. he has this milkshake. 
and he's sucking the straw and he's licking it and he's, he's flicking really, it he's really and it's like gross to me fam like honestly that like, if there's anything that would dry up your coochie faster so Ooh. if you are looking for an antidote to some female viagra pills you've taken just watch this clip because everything will dry up. Yeah. Literally, it is never so to be wet again. Gr- literally, never to. Be, I don't even think I'd ever be wet again. Literally, yeah. it is so gross. He's just. Ugh. And the thing is that, like, obviously, it's wrong with the whole power dynamic, lecture and stuff. But you're not even a saucy don that I can be like, oh, this is wrong, but I would. It's not like, like it's mean? not like, like say Idris Elba was my lecture. Yeah. I come on to his office like, hey, daddy. But yeah. like this. <laughs> You didn't see what I did, but I really, I would. You look back at it. I look back at it. But, like, you're not even, like, you alone as an individual, you repulse me. And then you're adding all this other shit and violent kisses. Licking the flesh. Why licking the sweet tongue in London? it's too much. Do you know what I was thinking? I wonder if they have like a group chat of all these wayward professors and they just talk to each other. Yeah, and what's, it? Just, what's the room that they go to? The stuff? The, the sweet room. room? The cool room? The cold room? <laughs> oh my god. Jampa's saying she should grow fat for him and she should tell her mum that someone wants to marry her after a thick, uni. A thick woman, you know. Anyway, he continues chatting shit and then again, zero to 100. He says, I'll grab you and kiss you here. And by the time I release you, all the shyness will be gone. Again, convos with him and the six people in his head that know. From no- nowhere. Literally. Can you imagine having a conversation with this guy? You talk about breath and he's like, okay, if I kiss you, bruh. And the thing is, the choice of words was like. Everything is so violent and he aggressive. Said, if I grab you here. And I release you. So I'm being held hostage. Fam. They're all sat at, the, at this table, the two of them. And then suddenly he's like, oh, what school did you go to? So she tells him, and they obviously bleep out the, like, the name of the school. school. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I heard girls from that school like penis too much. And it's like, she could have said any school. And he was literally, literally. Thing. And he was, she was like, no, they don't. And then oh. he was like, he was like, okay. Like, again, like, I don't understand this. He's like, well, you know, don't be doing the secondary yeah, school don't thing. Be touching your touching breast. your breast and touching bum and they always like touching bra and it's just like what the fuck What's are you in? talking about? Like what is happening? And the thing again is this just shows like the predatory behaviour because you're talking about secondary school girls. Some of these girls are like twelve, thirteen, whatever, and you're saying they like penis. It's like, so you're basically sexualizing them from that literally from that young age. age and i guess it's in his head it justifies the bullshit he's doing now because she's comes from a school where they love cock anyway so yeah exactly like oh, it'd be okay for you to yeah like i'll just add another this. one so oh if i scream we get this statement from jampo basically denying everything i mean deny 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 that's literally. that's what they're doing it denying everything claiming that many students have made many students have made false claims against him in the past. And only you are the only lecturer in the whole school for them to make false claims. And he says that these were discredited these these claims were discredited when he confronted them. Of course they were. Of course they were. Like he said, I will fail you if you don't take back your name. I'm like, sorry, what's this supposed to clear your name? <laughs> You're guilty as fuck. Guilty. We get the long statement from the University of Ghana. I'm sorry, but if, if it was just for the violent kisses alone, lock this man up. Lock him Anybody up. Anybody that says to someone how you do violent kiss something, lock him <laughs> up, okay? <laughs> Fuck me. Ghana basically says, yeah, the uni basically says, like, they're taking allegations seriously and that Butako and Jampo will be investigated. Do we hear anything else? We do no. not. We're back in Lagos. No, but they do say that, like, there's a there's been a... Investigation. No, a committee set up. The committee set up is just so that it looks like something is yeah, being done. Yeah, but like they, whenever the committee says to them that they need to name and shame these professors, they don't. Exactly. Exactly. So, it's again, just, to the it's, uni, it's to it's make it just, look as if something is being done. It's all literally done. just a shit circle and a cake, layered cake of people covering up yeah. these men's, like, these men's. Yeah, is. So, we hear about the staff club. Oh, come through staff club. It's apparently a place where lecturers take the students they're interested in. No, right? it's not, not all of it. So, it's just the top level. Yeah, but, exactly. they call it, but they, they call it the staff club, innit? Oh, yeah, the staff club is the staff club, but then the yeah, top but then suite. Yeah, the cold um, What's it called? What's the, the top room. suite called? Um, no, like, what do you call it in, in like, um, hotels? Like, the... The top Penthouse. Suite. Penthouse. Penthouse suite. Cold room. Yeah. That's where they take them. So, Kemi is back, and she's meeting up with Boniface, so she asks him about the um, the staff club. There's an upper part of the staff club, you know? Yeah, lecturers, and the tickets, they take them up there to go and smooch them. Romance them. He says that they take their, them there to touch their breast and, and their body. 
and they call it the cold room. And they said they never have sex, but they just touch breast and butt. This is what I mean. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Like, like to what ends? Literally, this obsession with touching breast and body is like, it's so weird. I'm not saying that, I'm not advocating rape or anyone should sleep with anyone, but you just have to look at these men like, you're fucking weird. And it's like, you're ruining someone's life because you want to touch their breasts. Breasts. Like, it's such a weird... Like, like there are women out me. there who are not your students that will let you touch, touch their breasts. breasts. Literally, like, if... And so, you haven't ruined anyone's career. But then I think this is where the power comes in, too, because mm. it's very easy to go on the street and, like, obviously um, obtain, like, a lady mm. who, like, a working girl, sex worker, whatever. Mm. But that power that comes into, like, any 17... You know when you're saying, oh, sweet tongue, sweet, or sweet tongue, any 17-year-old girl? Like, that power that, oh, yes, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's true. But can we ask if the relationships between lecturers... She asked Boniface mm. if the relationships between lecturers and students is allowed. And obviously she knows that it's not. Uh, and if there is a relationship, then it has to be declared. Mm-hmm. And Boniface said it's not disallowed. That's how niggas just oh, be niggas failing just exams. Be like, just honestly, they just be nigging all the time. Boniface tells Kemi about, like, the benefits that, that come in the form of grades. Um, and he basically rationalises it by saying, like, the girl is actually paying for the grades with her body. And like, the way he's saying it, like, he's not even looking at her. Like, he's, like, scrolling through his phone. Like, so, like, it's very casual. Yeah, very casual, and as they, if it's nothing. And basically, she's, he's trying to say it's good. And she was, like, she does not understand how man of God is coming and trying to say in that trying to say and trying to say that sex for grades is it's a okay. positive like it's a good thing like, like she doesn't understand yeah. it's a different hold it community thing if you're saying it's bad like but it's happening mm. cool but he's actually trying to justify it which is mad like fuck me okay so plot twist right plot so remember twist. how we told you that like kiki like they have the panic button and she's sort of like nearby always mm. trying to like make sure everything's okay so she happens to be keeping watch outside of boniface office to make sure that kemi's calm and it's just this is so funny it's because so, it just it proves the whole point the of the whole mystery. thing like you can't even say he she's like sought him out in this case like this comes on the prowl cock in hand honestly uh, just ready to touch breast fam so while she does like while she's waiting for Kemi we hear that the economics lecturer Dr. Ladipo calls her over thinking she's a student he pulls her to his office with by his her hand, hand and pressured her to give him her number for what and so fam? Kiki being our women of the century literally uses this as an opportunity to expose another predator. She tells him she wants to switch to his course, which is actually normal. Like, a student might come to a lecture and say, oh, hi, like, I want to do your course. Mm. Um, and see, we see the secret filming of her in his office, and he's like, oh, and me, I want to love you. All right, PYT. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, he keeps asking her to the staff club. We keep hearing about it. And, like, Kiki's kind of like, all right, cool, you know what? We keep hearing about the staff club. Like, let's go. Um, and I'm really happy because like, now we actually get to see this cold room. Like, oh, yeah, I'm really happy. what is it all yeah. about? Like, let's see what it's and like. It was such an anti-climax. Anti-climax. Um, Ladipo is literally sprinting. Can up I just the say steps. it literally looks like a nolly? You know what Nollywood clubs look like yeah. in the movies? Yeah. That's what it it's, looks like. And it's worth you know that. those nolly babes like club seats yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. disco light. The one bottle. Fam, every bad thing you think it is literally Vico. Yeah. Uh, everybody like to party. It's exactly everybody, that. Everybody. Fam, it's exactly that. Yeah, it was literally that. It was literally that. Eventually, Kiki leaves, and then, like, he... Um, Alalipo reaches around her and grabs her breast. breast. And before they leave, like, she had said to him, like... What, she had asked him, what are the rules against, like, a lecturer and a teacher mm-hmm. student, like, dating? And then he was like, we are both human beings, right? We are adults, or are we children? I hate that fucking shit. Answer my question, bro. Fam. I'm trying to gaslight me. We're back to Kemi... And she's invited to meet Boniface for the final time. The final boss you must defeat. The final boss. Do you think he's the final boss? Yeah, he's, he is. Well, he's the worst one. You think he's the worst? And he needs to put shoes on as well. No, no, I think the other guy's worse. Who? Jumper. Oh, Jumper. No, 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 this one's worse, actually. This one is worse. This one is worse. This one's yeah, worse. Yeah, but followed by Jumper. I think this is worse because we've seen this bit. I'm sure Jumper has done a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he Saturday. does my shoes as well. It's a Saturday that... And he makes he yeah. makes a note of the fact that nobody is around. Mm-hmm. So it's like really be free and let me touch your breast is yeah. basically what he's saying. Or like no one will hear you scream. <laughs> so don't resist. Which is what I think it was. Um yeah, he's he's just not wearing shoes and I don't understand why. He the just, yeah, just out. Yeah, that just yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. The opposite non alcoholic wine. <laughs> What's the point of non alcoholic wine? Fam. Sorry, just drink juice. Um, he tells her to be obedient and not to be stubborn. Fam, this bit gave me full body chills. It's like, 
you're just like saying it's like oh it's like when a guy that's trying to be like look don't move mad but i did this and yeah. then you're telling me something that's going to cause me to move mad because it warrants me moving mad yeah, but you've boom. prefaced it with don't, don't move, move mad, mad as if now me moving mad is is, is bad yeah 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 like don't be disobedient uh, don't be stubborn and he's just he's just pervy personified like honestly literally um, all of a sudden he asks what he believes so basically in his mind he's 17 yeah and he asks her do you want me to kiss you you're sitting on one end of the couch she's sitting on one end of the couch your stomach is mm. she doesn't want you to kiss her and you know you, that and you know it and you know it so this is like acting kind of confused she's like no that's not what i'm asking then he says if you want me to kiss you switch off this light lock the door and i'll kiss you for a minute this is literally what? like this is what so seven like minutes seven in heaven, heaven. <laughs> seven, literally like it's so childish seven minutes in heaven you need to turn off all the lights just for one kiss for a minute come on Pram. and he'll sweet tongue her <laughs> So sis is scared, like, and the thing is, she's trying to stay calm because, like, before he was trying to do all smiley and jokey, but he's not really smiling. Like now he's like predator mode. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's not trying getting to hide the, it. He's not getting because I'm sure yeah. he's never had to work this hard. He's not getting the response. Yeah, he's not getting the response that he wants, that he wanted. So she doesn't give him consent. This bit, okay. Sorry, let me just guys, let me just okay. Yeah, this bit. Re- this is where like my blood. <laughs> I was actually, I was, I was crying with laughter. <laughs> this next bit, basically, she doesn't give him consent, and so he goes to the bathroom, what and it's so he sad. Goes to do? I, 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 I don't know, maybe speak to his gods, but at this time, like, you can hear Kemi's mic, like, she's breathing really heavily, she's like, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. Because she was saying that in her head, she was like, if she ends everything, she's not going to get what she needs, she exactly. needed to nail this exactly. guy. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so, she stays there, and, like, she's terrified, and so, she's torn between, like, pressing the panic button, mm. or, like, basically being like, let me just get through this so that you can help women in the future. Mm. So, <laughs> uncle comes out of the bathroom, yeah? <laughs> He goes straight to the light and he turns it off and he goes. Cold room experience. Time for. <laughs> he says, "Time for cold room experience." <laughs> I was actually crying like. Um, I don't know so what pep talk he needed yet in the bathroom, but he literally like. He came out and he was like, "Okay, I'm." He comes I'm... out of the bathroom and goes straight to the light and turns it off and says, "Time for." <laughs> Fam. I'm gonna cry like. What is happening? Like what the this, fuck is going literally, on? Literally, like, literally, I don't know what chant or mantra he did there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he did a line of coke. I don't know what happened he, in he there. He had so much confidence. He just went straight <laughs> to like he looked kind of like looked at the time. Time, <laughs> time. You didn't ask for it, but I'm gonna give it to you. He locks the door, like, I'm That's sorry. That's scary, Like, though. you have to bring arms out at this point. Like, you actually have... I feel like if it were me, I would have panicked and just... Ah! <laughs> no, this one's saying, or jump like, out of a window even or something. Even in a normal, like, sexual situation with someone who you that want you, okay, to... That, yeah. Damn, are you locked? Thank what? God, I'm The fuck? You lock the door, you turn off the lights. I'm sorry. As in, basically, now you're dulling my senses and you are removing anything. And you're forcing me, because she said she doesn't want you to kiss her. She has not given consent, but you're and you forcing me. you said to on. her, turn off the light and I'll kiss you. She kept it on. Literally, she said, nope, not today, Satan. Even at work, yeah, when we talk about, like, conflict resolution and stuff, they're, like, never stand between the person that you're having conflict with and the, and the door, door. Because you don't want someone to feel like they're trapped. You have locked the door. Fam. So I'm actually trapped. And you've said time, and you've told her what that cold room is about, touching breast and kissing, smooching. I would actually And now you're saying, time! <laughs> out of nowhere. That's literally how you ran up. Okay? And he walked so casually, he can literally... He, <laughs> he came out of the bathroom, did like a little, you know, jolly, 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 I actually cried. I actually Damn. cried because what? What? The fuck? This might mean these niggas be having conversations with themselves <laughs> in their head. So in, to them, in their heads, it makes sense. Yeah, but you, as a normal human being, that you're on the outside of their heads, you're like, what are you talking We're about? Passage of time. It makes no Damn, sense. How did we get here? So yeah, now this this scene is like really really difficult to watch. Like it made me feel really really uneasy. Yeah. But I'm gonna try and like describe it to you so you can like actually imagine what's going on. So. We have the hidden camera, which is probably in Kemi's top or something, mm. and then we have another one, which I'm assuming is in her bag, and the bag is, like, opposite them, so you can kind of yeah, see both of them with that them, camera. Yeah, but her face is blurred out. Yeah, her face is blurred out. Um, so Boniface sits on the sofa, um, but his feet are, like, on the sofa, kind of like when you, like, kind of curls up on the sofa. <laughs> of course he's barefoot. But, like, <laughs> Kemi, like, it's almost like she has a visceral reaction, because as soon as he touches the sofa, she moves away. Yeah. So she moves away from him um, to the other side of the sofa, like, instantly. And then she faces him and, like, cr- has her leg crossed to kind of, like, create distance. Like, you know you don't want someone in your space? Like, yeah. you know how you move when you're, like, you're with a guy and you want him to be all up... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. She wasn't moving like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So Boniface is insisting that she comes close to him and she's like, oh, I'm close enough. Like, you know, she's not on it, clearly. And he scoots closer to her and starts touching his leg, touching her leg, touching her hand. And Kemi's still, like, backing away, like, trying to get away. We're running out of sofa here. <laughs> Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then Boniface is like, no, sit down, sit down. And she's getting very he's aggressive. Get, he's getting aggressive, exactly. And he pulls her um, closer, yeah. Um, and he's, like, saying, oh, and sis is like, I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I get it. I understand the cold room experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. And I've keeps, seen it. Yeah, he keeps insisting. And I was just so mad because Literally. it's like, you're just in a situation where you can't even move the way... Exactly, you're powerless. You can't even move the way that you should be able to move. And you're so uncomfortable. He's locked the room. It's dark. It's just you two. He's explicitly said at the beginning, it's only us two here. And he said it's time for cold room experience. It's like... Yeah, and then this fun. bit makes me livid when he's like, "Oh, you're scared, right?" As if like, at all, like. So you identify the fact that this person is afraid, and it's because that, of you that she's fam, afraid, and that isn't enough. And it's literally like, even again, once again, in a normal sexual experience, if your partner's demonstrating like fear or is uneasy, you, you reassure them and you stop, you kind stop. of thing. You don't fucking like get all leer in the face. Oh, you're scared, scared of me. <laughs> So you know what you're doing is wrong. I'm so mad. And like he hugs her against her will and starts singing, oh, my baby, my baby. And I was like, what is, is this? It's like you're, you're scared, you're confused, you're like... Literally. Like... So Kemi says she needs a toilet and she locks herself in. I think personally that he kissed her, but they just didn't want to show that. Really? Why? Because oh, we'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. So she locks herself in the toilet and like she literally's like she must be saying shit. I think she's like shit, 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 Bare time, she's gonna beep it out. And then she pretends to be on the phone and like mad loud, so like basically saying, Oh yeah, I'm gonna meet you. Yeah, I think she pressed the panic button at that stage. Um They don't say. But I think she does, yeah, because how do they know? Yeah. Um no, but she could just be pretending to know. Just it's like me being in a film. How did they know outside to wait for her? Okay, I don't know. No, but it doesn't matter. It's not about someone be waiting for her, it's about him thinking someone's waiting for her. Um, so, yeah, so then, yeah, this is, like, gaslighting um, no one. Because Kemi comes out of the bathroom, and this harasser, this fucking abuser, is laughing at her and taunting her, that, oh, you're shaking, you're so stiff, see you, you're a baby. Like, how me. very dare you sexually harass someone, make them feel so uncomfortable, and then, and then you're gaslighting them, you're mocking them, you're taunting them about being afraid when that's exactly what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trying to be like, oh, you're frigid. When it's like, no, 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 I'm being I just harassed. don't want to be with you. Like, you're sexually harassing me. So literally, basically, doesn't he, like, turn on the light and say, like, so that was what the cold room was all about? Yeah. Which is why I think he kissed her, but they just didn't want to say it. Because if not, all he did was... I, I think they would have said it, though. Really? They're really open in this documentary, like... Because mm, what, then what was the cold room experience? You rubbing up on her saying baby? Yeah, but that's what they said, even in the cold room experience. It was it's always about touching touch breast and, and, yeah, and trying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like this is literally like, and then like he also says to her, like he warned her basically at the end that she mm-hmm. has to keep coming mm-hmm. to see him. And that's why I think it's like a cycle of grooming yeah. because like now you're you're the victim and you're afraid, but then now you're also afraid that your grades will suffer. So it's not just oh yeah one time. It's like what you were saying before. Like even if you do yeah. quote unquote consent to it, it doesn't just mean that that's it's it. One time, literally, it's over and over because it's Pandora's box. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> So there's a statement from uni, like... From Boniface, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He doesn't really... Oh, no, we don't get a statement from Boniface. No, it's uni, like, that says... They dissociate themselves... Basically, I'll say it how I worded it, because it was long as hell. Uni, like, dissociates itself from the trash that it hired uh, and says they're highly embarrassed by the allegations. Yeah, they and they have, have a zero-tolerance policy, but blah, 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 blah. They're embarrassed by the behaviours they have allowed perpetrate... Exactly. ...their institution. Yep. Years on end. I mean, they should be more than embarrassed because Fun. it's not just about reputation, it's actually about lives that are changed. Literally. But cool. Um, and so, like, now we're getting to the end, we're kind of at the end. We see Kiki telling us how she chooses not to be a victim and she'll continue to stand up for women and expose those that abuse them. And they are always watching. They are always watching. This oh. this documentary, like I said at the beginning, like it was really well done, really well made. Yeah. It was an easy watch, but it was difficult to because watch because of the subject matter. And it's just and like, it's so e- it was so simple to put safeguards in place, but they just don't do it. And I think it's so deep-rooted that it's going to take generations yes. Yes. to undo. But we're getting there. We yeah. now have a generation where they're not standing for this and women are speaking up. Exactly, and we're getting great content like this. Ooh. But yeah, what are we doing next, sis? 
What we doing next? Beyond the curve? Yeah, behind the curve. Behind Beyond the curve. The curve. The curve, baby. Ooh. What's it called? Let me actually find out. Yeah, let's, let me let me find out. Behind the curve. Behind the curve. We're doing behind the curve. It's about flat earthers. <laughs> shout out flat earthers. I'm gonna have a lot to say about this one. Yeah, shout out flat earthers, boy. Tin. What do they call them? Tin foil. Tin foil hats. Yeah, it's like when you put on your tin foil hat, conspiracy mm. theorists and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. But a lot of them have come out of the woodworks with this whole thing. Now. It's like the anti vaxxers Yeah, yeah they think. The man all the same. Yeah, they think that COVID. COVID-19 is, like, made up by what the government is... for population control or some people... Did you not see that Afrobeat guy tweeted that he doesn't think it's real? That that coronavirus isn't real? Is that why I'm still at work, please? Bam. Someone bam, tell me. Bam. Bam. But, yeah, um, I've been BD. And I am 4 a.m. You can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Two, two Girls One Doc and Facebook as well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Facebook. I start keep forgetting about Facebook because I'm not 45. Yes. <laughs> it's good. Start a convo there, guys. Debate and shit is fun to, to see. To so chat. do, yeah. Do yeah. Um, where can we find Jesus? You can find me on Twitter at four ends with one underscore and Instagram four ends with two, two underscores. Um, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Miss BD. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, this is, oh yeah, I almost forgot about the ratings and things. Yeah, right. It's... Someone actually gave us one rating, and I um, a one star rating, and I do think it was Pastor Toby. Oh, okay, fair enough. I think it must have been. Yeah, it was Which fair, like, fair, I get it. Yeah, I, I get, it. get it. I would have, if there was a minus, and I was him, I would have given it yeah, to Yeah, fair. So. For the rest of you, though, those that aren't um, financially abusing people, yeah, if exactly. you could give us five stars, that would well, be the Well, come and get one from Pastor Ladipo. From uh, Jimpo. <laughs> no, they're too busy sexually harassing. They ain't got okay, time, bro. They ain't got cool, time. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so if you could give us a five star rating and leave a review, review if you yes. would, um, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for still being and here. Yeah, like we said, we love when you guys send us like really cute messages, but our yeah, no, we really dog, do. We really appreciate them. But if you could just leave those as comments as well, that would be <laughs> super Thanks. duper great. Thanks. Um, here's the trailer for Behind the Curve. Bye. Bye. Stay safe, guys. Oh, yes, and stay good. at home, please. Unless you're me. Then go to work. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyone ever told you the Earth is flat? The number who think the world is flat is growing. Thousands, if not millions of people. I can't believe I'm talking about this. There are millions of flat earthers. If you look on Google Trends, it's like spike. There's flat earth dating sites. We've got songs. Flat earth model on my bezel. The sky is the limit. Probably literally. Ah, I see what you did there. Why is it expanding the way it is? Right. If you get online, you'll see so-called evidence that seems scientific, and you go, huh, maybe they're onto something there. They find this audience. They taste them as gospel. I just want to feel comfortable in things that I believe. We're trying to get to the point where it's accepted. All of us want to connect to people around things that make us unique. Now we're doing an international conference. Still can't believe all this is really happening. At a conference, we want to prove there's no curvature. And if we can do that, it's game over. We're going to be doing an experiment, shooting a laser 3.88 miles. Everybody has access now. Absolutely everybody. We've always been called names. These people live amongst us. I've lost friends. I was told I was an idiot. People give you strange looks, that's fine. Let them think what you want. They're just asleep, going through life. They're just background noise. I want to believe this. It doesn't mesh with reality. So don't change my view. Change reality. Mom's always doing the whole glass half full. And I'll say the glass is probably controlled by some sort yeah, of right. sinister group. <laughs>